This is the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast, and I'm your host, Trudy Simmons from the Daisy Chain Group, providing platforms for women entrepreneurs to be seen and heard. This platform is for women entrepreneurs that want to hear the real stories of what it takes to be yourself and run a business with all the different hats that you might have to wear. These are the stories of the tenacious, the rebellious, and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they want to build for themselves and their families. Hello and welcome to Shine New Crazy Daisy podcast and Shine New Crazy Daisy book volume three. And today I'm thrilled and excited to introduce you to Alison McMullen from Abbey Gymnastics CIC. Alison, thank you so much for being involved in this project. Please tell us about your business. Um, well, first of all, thank you for the opportunity. Um, I really appreciate it. Um, so I run a full-time gymnastics facility in Belfast. Wonderful. Now, I cannot wait to get these questions to you and, and to have a chat about it. I want to read one of the lines from your chapter. It says, as a coach, I was criticized for giving my gymnast a voice, for allowing her to have a say in how she trained and for building a relationship with her rather than, rather than a dictatorship. Why were you criticised for giving the gymnast a voice and why wouldn't they have a voice? I think because, um, you know, gymnastics is very much a child sport um, and coaches sometimes think that they are very much authoritarians and um, sometimes that can be, in my opinion, taken advantage of. Um, the way I see it, um, that I want to have a relationship with my gymnasts um, to a certain degree. Um, I think it's really important that you build that trust um, and you can only do that through dialogue. I don't think that me telling my gymnast how she should train, what she should do, is really going to help her grow into the best gymnast and the best person that she can be. Mm. Um, I think she definitely needs to have a say in that. Um, I don't treat them all the same, but this particular gymnast was a high performance elite gymnast who went on to compete at world championships. Um, but still, I feel like if I had have um, treated her the way some other gymnasts had been treated um, in that era, um, that she wouldn't have seen that through and she wouldn't have made it to the top level. I just think it's a lot to say about your personality and the way that you do things as well in, in having a realisation and a conscious thought of, I'm going to do things my way. I don't want to be seen as a dictator. That's just, that doesn't enter in with who you are at all. So it's it's an incredible sentence to have in your chapter and it really jumped out at me. Thanks. I think it just kind of goes back a little bit to um, when I was young and, and how, you know, teachers would have treated me or, and I didn't want that. I know how that left me feeling even as an adult. And I don't want my gymnasts to feel like that. I want them to grow into confident people who are able to express themselves, um, you know, and, and have that relationship with people. Brilliant. In your journey of, of starting up venues and having um, things change over the time, one of the other things that you talk about is having to flip your thinking from some things that weren't meant to be to it just wasn't meant to be there or it wasn't meant to be then. How hard was it to flip that thinking and to, to see the future at that point? Um, that was a particularly hard point, um, really difficult point in my life. Um, the business had only been going full time for three years. Um, it had been 10 years in total, but three as a full time facility. 
Um, I just felt that I had such a responsibility to everybody that was involved in our gym. You know, we had 500 families involved, we had 17 staff, and we had relationships with nursery schools, uh, with the university for coach education. There was just so much riding on it. Um, And I kind of feel like it was actually a friend that said, because I I just felt like giving up. Um, And a friend said to me, it is meant to be, it's just not meant to be there. Um, And I suppose having having people say in the early days, it'll never work. Um, You couldn't do it. Why would you run a business? Um, I I was always doubting myself. But then when she said that, it just made something click. You know, I'd been in a position before where we'd went to look at facilities, we'd had our hearts set on this particular building and it had fallen through. But then that kind of was meant to be as well because we ended up finding a better building. So I do believe, honestly, that when one door closes, another door opens. And it was just a matter of finding the right place. Well, it's looking for the opportunities as well. And obviously in in the venue that you were in and then had to close that, Mm -hmm. it did give the opportunity for you to go and look around and find somewhere else. And how long have you been at this facility now? Uh, Coming up to 12 years. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I mean, at the start, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't ideal. Um, it was half the size of what we were, what we had. And it was through a parent. Again, this is what also made me realize, you know, we, we really have something special. So many people were willing to help. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so many people were helping us look, accommodating us um, throughout the summer. And then we find this little place, um, an empty unit right on the peace line in Belfast between the Shankle and the Falls Road. So it's notorious for um, the Troubles. If you've heard of the Troubles of Belfast, we're situated right in the middle of that area. And um, people didn't want to come at the start, so we lost a lot of members. Um, but the community were really welcoming. There was nothing like that, um, like what we have in this community. So we really had an opportunity to provide something different and something special for all the children in this community. That's an incredible story. <laughs> really is because just to hear it's on the peace line just automatically in your head you think oh crikey yeah this is Ireland there was times where the peace line really was um an area that was was would you say dangerous to be in or people were scared yeah completely with you going there do you think that it changed the, the community the approach to things I think definitely at the start um again we were some new coming into this community Uh, and while as I say most people were like so welcoming to us and there was a few who questioned who are we where are we from what's our background um because they're not used to outside people coming in um and uh but as I say most people were completely welcoming and then over time people just started coming back it was like you know those days are gone the troubles are gone you know we love being here. It's a great opportunity to have a real cross community um, focus and have lots of different groups come to the facility. Um, and yeah, our staff as well. We've got a very mixed staff too. So yeah. I love it. I love hearing the story because also when we can look at it as adults, these are children that you're dealing with helping, helping their confidence, helping them feel like they've they've got a place. And they wouldn't have known about the troubles as such. They wouldn't know mm-hmm. about unless they're being taught that from external uh, people. Yeah. So for them to come in there, they're not looking at it as as troubled. They're looking at it as what they can, how they can start their lives and build them, themselves. 
Yeah, I mean, some of our gymnasts have built such great relationships, um, especially those who have been part of competitive programs and are maybe here 20 hours a week training, you know, from their maybe seven or eight right up until their teenagers and leave to go to university. They still have lifelong friendships um, and a lot of them will come back to us as well, you know, for visits or to help coach or whatever, because it is the sport and Abbey Gymnastics has given them so much um, and helped them to develop into the people that they are that they always like to come and give a little bit back. That's amazing, Alison. What an incredible achievement that you've done there, honestly. You talk about the chimp. Yeah. (laughs) How how has your chimp helped you with gymnasts and how has it helped yourself? How have you helped yourself? So I'm I'm very good at the chimp thing for my gymnasts. Um, uh, As you can imagine, you know, a a child being up on a four-inch wide beam, um, 125 centimetres off the floor is really quite daunting, quite scary. Um, Gymnastics in itself, even for a child to go upside down for the first time can be very scary. Um, So I talk a lot, especially with my competitors, about the chimp inside your head and that it's not really you. um, That it's just, you know, those thoughts coming in of what if, what could happen and um, so we learn to control our chimp and they've, they call it a name and uh, they, they sometimes they'll either lock them in a little box, imaginary box in their head while they do their skill and then let them out after. And that's when you see all the emotion come through that they've done something and they've been able to control it. Um, or they imagine they're putting them down in their belly into a little bubble in their belly and, um, and be able to manage it. And it's really lovely to see that they use that um, in lots of different aspects in life, not just when they're doing their skills. Mm. Um, and I'm very good at getting my gymnast to do that I'm not so good at doing it myself <laughs> I do try um, so I need to practice what I preach a little bit more but I, I mean I think I'm I'm trying to, to get over that I have a real fear of speaking um, although a lot of people say no way I, I'm grand when I'm in my bubble and I'm I could deliver to hundreds of parents at an annual display but put me in a room like this, I suppose. <laughs> and um, I've really got to control my chimp. So. You're doing brilliantly. I think <laughs> what's absolutely wonderful is that when, when we can look at it again as adults and help children with the, the, that chimp in their head and their self-doubt and the things that we put ourselves through in business, it really is going, oh, hang on, I need to put some of this into how I look at things and how I do things because we all are going to go through those the self-doubt and the fears that come up, but it mm. is how you take control of what you want as the outcome. Yeah, yeah. And um, it was funny, you know, when The Greatest Showman came out mm-hmm. and we really loved playing the theme track in the gym. And um, when, when the song came out, I was you know, telling the girls about how the gym started and um, never let anyone tell you that you can't do something. Um, so they are always remembering that. <laughs> when they're up doing their skills okay I know I can do it was oh, that this is me yeah <laughs> I, I did a flash bob to that oh, did you? I didn't send it to you it's hilarious oh you have to I need to see it <laughs> um, it is no that song was just it was life-changing and life-affirming for so many people honestly <laughs> oh, I love that um oh. if there was one lesson that you wanted other entrepreneurs to know what would it be I've loads of sayings <laughs> that I like. Um, I'm not very good at giving advice, but, and I know it sounds so cheesy, but when one door closes, another one definitely opens. Yeah. Like 
everything completely happens for a reason. Um, and it might sound, seem like the worst time in your life. Um, for me, I thought my world was ending and here we are stronger and bigger and better than ever. So You must have thought that with COVID as well, when the doors all had to shut. Yeah, I mean, um, we kind of thought, okay, what's going to happen now? Because we're a gymnastics facility. It's hands-on coaching. Kids need to be here. All sorts of insurance issues with doing anything else. Um, but you know what? We got ourselves on Zoom. We delivered Zoom sessions from our living room. Um, coaches were very good at volunteering their time. And we also used it a lot for our younger coaches as education. So they were learning how to deliver sessions as well as us, because we were new to it all of, as well, of course. Yeah. Um, so we all learned something. We brought in special guest coaches um, from different areas um, and they educated us. Um, as well as the gymnasts and the gymnasts were inspired by you know high level gymnasts also taking part in that well-known famous people delivering mm -hmm. sessions to them so it really did keep our gymnasts motivated we we actually managed to do a competition online <laughs> <laughs> gymnasts performed from their gardens <laughs> what fun. it was excellent um so yeah a whole learning experience for us um and um, the gratitude from our parents was unbelievable. And the support that we had was phenomenal. That's so, so good. Yeah. What business book would you recommend? Okay, so my favorite book, it's not necessarily business. Um, it's called Life is Short, Don't Wait to Dance mm -hmm. by Valerie Condos-Field. And um, she is a famous um, university coach. Um, of gymnastics but she never had a gymnastics background mm. and it was about how she grabbed opportunities how she just put herself out there and went for things and how she changed the whole culture in her in in uh, UCLA University of Gymnastics um the whole coaching ethos um and the whole business side of things I just she's a very inspirational woman and her book is something special amazing Alison, an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much for being involved in the book and the podcast. Thank with you. Daisy. And I can't wait to see what you do next. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for the opportunity again. Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please leave a review and come back for more inspiration. And if you're ready for more motivation, please go to my website and buy the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world. But wait, there's more. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership for knowledge, accountability, networking, co-working and support. We will give you the knowledge that you need in a workshop, and the support and encouragement to implement for the growth of your business. More details are available on my website, thedaisychaingroup.com.